so many people, their marriage is, is in a test period right now mm-hmm. because they never had to spend that kind of time with that significant other. Um, so it's like, imagine being in this period with somebody who doesn't sexually satisfy you. Like, what? Star Radio. You are now tuning into Estat Radio. It's that radio podcast where we lay the foundation for creatives to come together to speak on topics that move us. Hosted by your girl, Sasha Diamond, and a thank you for rocking with me. What up, y'all? It's your girl, Sasha Diamond. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, you are now tuned into episode called Love, Space, and Music. And today I interview Nate, a very good friend of mine that does a platform or runs a platform called Sunday Social. And him and his team are absolutely amazing individuals and provide spaces for um, you know creatives in Toronto to be able to be welcomed and afforded the opportunity to be able to showcase their talent to the city. So we are going to chop it up with Nate and see what he's up to and also get his take on what's happening today as well as the correlations between love and music let's get it oh yeah what's good people uh my name's nate i'm a lover of life (laughs) uh peace and joy i put on a monthly live music event called sunday social that's one of my biggest brands going right now i am a social worker and an entrepreneur um yeah navigating uh navigating the entertainment world through this pandemic has been intriguing just because of the excitement of trying to find new ways to uh do things but it's also been um a heavy hit on the pocket because a lot of our what we do um requires many people in, in close spaces so uh, I think it's interesting. We never took the approach of being too concerned about the money. For us, it was just trying to keep the same vibe, trying to let people know we're still supporting them in whatever they're doing, because no matter what, um, art is still pandemic proof, at least the creation of it, right? Right. Um, so whether you're a poet or a musician, um, like you can either use the time to just dive in and and you know disregard the world and just create um or you can use the time to just push out content that you've been creating from before you know or do both of course um, so are you finding that the folks that artists. were the folks that were assisting you in being a part of your platform and uh, the folks that you were providing a space to are you finding that they're keeping in touch with you and kind of sharing with you how their how their creative flows going and just sharing their art space with you Absolutely absolutely I think we um at least we've tried to do our best to uh create a space that's not just like that's not about us right that's about exposing our people in our community to what we have to offer so i feel like um we did we did we tried to do sunday social if not tried we did it sunday social live on ig Mm -hmm. Uh, we called it sunday social distancing um (laughs) and (laughs) yeah man and it was Yeah, man. I got to shout out our DJ. He's the one that said, yo, you guys should do it 
at distancing i was like oh, how do we not see that but yeah it was um it was a good a good play on words and it was it was good to even though we weren't able to be with the people and to like read the crowd and stuff the comment section was great in the live um mm-hmm. and we did interviews with the resident singer who's normally there um a couple others that have frequented our stage and then our painters who have frequented our stage so it was great to be able to like see that even though it's a pandemic and we're not like seeing each other in person we're still able to be abreast of what's going on and still able to support in whatever ways we could um and like our main singer Sasha she uh she was she just dropped a single right before the pandemic hit oh, so nice. it was like it was amazing cuz we were able to support her and you know now people are at home doing nothing it's like oh absolutely i'll put this in my playlist or in my rotation you know so we tried to get people to support even like in the s- simplest ways to understand what support can be it can be you know when you're going to sleep having this on your playlist or your phone like you know the sound is off but you're running it <laughs> so well, that I, they're able I to know get that, the play i know that the um people that are just listening around the world and and you know relying heavily on entertainment i think during mm-hmm. this pandemic now they're understanding how important an artist is and yeah and people sure. people who you know didn't really take it serious and you know watching the buskers on the street and just hearing people play the piano their guitar and just singing on the street and things like that a lot of people took that for granted because now we're not seeing that anymore and we're in our homes so live mm-hmm. has been such a large thing now and especially yeah. this versus stuff going on shout out to Drake yes, because yes. one we completely oh, what? <laughs> Shout out to J.A., Absolutely. come on. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Absolutely. But I think that a lot of people were taking it for granted. It's, um, it's unfortunate, but now we're able to see as a community and as a Black community as well, look at our talent. Like, we, mm-hmm. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of talent that's slept on, especially in Toronto. But we all know um, Toronto's not necessarily 100% a very supportive city. People are not right. supportive of each other. I do not know why, but it's it's a very tough um, a, a very tough system to navigate when we're trying to you know come up together and people are only seeing other talents for threats. So it's it's really cool to see you create a space that is super important on creating a platform um, for artists to be able to have music and love all in one space, right? So very yeah, appreciative of you for that and. Um, uh, just speaking on that, I wanted to ask you to just um, kind of explain how important it is to give creatives a platform and what that means to you. Wow, that's like, if I'm honest, that's everything to me. I, uh, I, my mother sang in the gospel group Faith Crowd. Mm-hmm. Uh, her brothers had another group called Selections. Uh, they both were nominated and won Juno's. So it's like nice. my very earliest memories of music comes from stems from that. My mom said I was what three weeks old at a at a at a at a selections gospel concert. So it's like for me, I've seen the 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 beauty that comes from music, the relatability, the love, the the therapy that mm-hmm. comes from it. But I've also seen like the dark side of like not having the space for it. I've seen so many musicians, just like athletes, have to go to the States 
to be recognized and and to be valued before mm-hmm. they were valued and recognized here um so it's like for me it's like how do i um how do i change that how do i at least do my little part to show that um there's so much value in what we have here and if we didn't have it like it would it would crush us so we have to continue to inspire um the space for it first um or not even first just the space for it as well as um awareness that it's it's out there um some people space i i think um I, I've come, I've come to Sunny Social or went to Sunny Social a couple of times, but I know that some of your artists that do come there and do bless the stage, they are consistent with it because of the vibe that you've created and your team has created. Mm. And, and um, I've definitely heard some great feedback about just it being such a safe space and not feeling the pressure and everybody feels like a family when they're there. So it's, it's yeah. really, a really good space to be in. And I think that those are the types awesome. of spaces that uh, we as creators and uh, platform creators are the ones that need to focus on because I, I love creating um, safe spaces for creatives and whether mm-hmm. it's just the podcast or just, you know, a little spoken word workshop or what, what have you, those small spaces um what which would be small to us could mean everything to the artist because they don't have an outlet and absolutely although there are many outlets available here in toronto they don't necessarily feel safe they don't necessarily mm-hmm. feel comforting so it's, it's really important that when we're thinking about creating these kind of spaces we're thinking about the vibe and i think that you've you and your team have thought very well about it um inconsistent yeah. with it so Kudos to you on that because you definitely did well. Thank you. I appreciate that because, like, if I'm honest, that was like a big part of our mandate, right? Mm-hmm. Was creating that family vibe. We we know that we needed um, to have quality musicians. We we understood that the therapy involved with going into a safe space and listening to live music and seeing people express their art in different ways. Um, uplifts our spirit, especially as black folk. Um, and then we also knew we wanted to be able to have the entrepreneur slash um, community building piece because it's great to have the outlet and it's great to be entertained. But I think what's even, it, what's just as great is to be able to understand that there's things going on in your community. There's people you can rely on. There's mm-hmm. businesses you can support and you yourself, you're, you can find people to network with so your business can be supported. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and for me, I think it's like the totality of it really is um, an expression of love as much as we can, right? Because that's so important, like you said. One thing I did want to tell you, I've never told you before, you guys create that space that's very 90s and Love Jones type. I... Mm absolutely love it and adore it and that's that type of space is hard to find now like authentic type of Mm. spaces where you know you go there and it's and it's just vibe that's it that that's all I'm feeling when I go there but some some spaces that create that try to create that kind of vibe it's too forced so Mm, I hear that I must say you you did yeah that 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 was uh that was my first impression when I when I went the first time. That was really good. 
And speaking on love that you just mentioned, um, I want to ask you about music and love and the direct correlation Mm. between the two. How do you see music affecting love or love affecting music? I mean, like the parallels are, are, I don't know if you can even separate it, if I'm honest, Uh, Mm -hmm. at least for me. um, Music is so expressive. there's certain songs that you hear and they just take you right back to a time. Mm-hmm. Certain songs that you hear and it just evokes a feeling, right? So it's like, there's certain relationships I have that are defined by certain songs. <laughs> and it's just like, I can see that love, whether it's through relationship, um, an intimate relationship or through friendships, through family, um, it it almost has its own song. Mm-hmm. So I think I think for me, music and love are, are like they go hand in hand. When when you hear what the words are being like the, the, the lyrics in a lot of the songs are talking about love in one way or another. Whether it's love of self, love of money, love of someone else. Um, well do you find the, that it takes you out of things and it also puts you back into things? like absolutely for example you music could be is like, like quiet in your living room with your family mm. and you put on that one song and everybody's jamming for hours after that soul train line is coming out yeah yep. exactly exactly so, um i definitely it's, agree it's, with that it's also like music is like the only thing that um seeps into your spirit without your say so mm-hmm. right so it's like you can't help when you're it. looking at something Right. You'd be looking at something and then you can close your eyes because you feel something may come up. But mm-hmm. you'll be in the in the grocery store and music's playing. You don't even notice it's in the background, but you're humming along or singing along. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, wait a minute, I didn't even know I knew that song. You know what I mean? So music definitely um, navigates you through situations, I think. It like just yeah. as small as as you're you're explaining like you're in the grocery store and a, and a song is playing, it's taking you smoothly through your activity whatever it is you're doing yes and you don't even realize Absolutely. it and the music t- talks to you it speaks to your spirit speaks to your body it's just it, it's a beautiful thing i love i i definitely love the correlation between love and music because it it doesn't even matter what genre you love it's it's just simply it takes you to a place that you like you said, it's not with your say-so. It just happens. Mm. There is a segment in the show. It's called Open Up. And I had a couple of audience, uh, a couple of audience members uh, submit some questions. We'll start first with, do you believe in love at first sight? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes, I do. I don't necessarily know if I can guarantee the depths of that love. Mm-hmm. But... um. Yeah, just like with music, you can fall in love with a song as soon as you hear it. I think with when the terrain is set correctly, um, and you can, if 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 the mood is correct, like you can see someone and just be like, "Holy cow!" And so, how would you? Let let me ask you this: How would you? Mm-hmm. Um, how would you identify? how serious a situation is uh, in order to, I guess, move you to speak to someone is if your favorite song is playing and on top of that, the girl that you, you see while this song is playing, you have to speak to her. Has that ever happened to you before? Like, 
Precisely, precisely. Especially when like it's a song that you just you're just vibing to, and then you look over and you see someone vibing like the same way you're vibing. Mm-hmm. Like it's like the the music spoke to them the same way it spoke to you, right? So it's just like, yo, that's such a kindred spirit. I I I, I I'm compelled now. <laughs> like you know, I gotta say what up. At least find out what her name is. You know what I mean? Right, right. So yeah, definitely. Okay. And this is going to get a little more personal, but it was a question. So I have Mm -hmm. to ask. (laughs) Um, So the question was basically, do you need to know? And this is regarding sex. So because you're a guy, I can't, I can't ask the size matter. So I'm going to ask (laughs) (laughs) sex before marriage. Is this important for you especially? And do you need to know what your partner is working with before you would say I do? uh like yes and no Mm -hmm. yes in the sense that it it would be phenomenal to know and i personally would like to however it's not it's it's no in the sense that if the sex isn't phenomenal that means that we can't be together you know what i mean right because there's certain instances where it's like you know as they're doing your thing and then sex happens and it's the first time is amazing but then Mm -hmm. the next 19 times aren't that good so it's like it doesn't necessarily it's not a a make or break for you right because i believe that if if i'm planning to marry you then we i've already established that you are willing to learn and grow not just willing to like you're excited to learn and grow and and become more right so i i believe that if if that's your attitude towards it sexually you can you'll do the same thing um you'll you'll do the work to learn and be better don't get me wrong i have been in situations where like compatibility just wasn't a thing i think it's Um, harder for women to hear it i'm I'm sorry ladies that are listening but it's harder for women to hear that we are not sexually compatible <laughs> from a man coming yeah. to you and saying, you know, I- I'm just not vibing with you. I'm just not feeling this. I-, I find that women take it a lot harder, but men, men take it hard sometimes, but they're more quiet about it. Women will like figure out how they're <laughs> going to destroy your life. <laughs> like, yeah. It, uh, yeah. And, it is and different. I've had those situations. Of course. Oh of course. <laughs> And I understand that too. It is like I try to. It's it's a because it's it's very delicate. You it know is what delicate. I mean? it's, it's very delicate, especially if you are making that, the effort. Like you were really trying to make right. an effort. It it hurts. Uh, either sex, right. either sex, it hurts. If it, it definitely you hurts. Know, both, you hear that? Us, it hurts mm-hmm. less. Us, it hurts a bit less because yeah, we can see that. Like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. Like it, it's like we've been told that it's it, like we've. If you've had certain experiences, you 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 didn't live up to all of them. So because right. you you you've had it more times than women, most likely it's not as harsh. Whereas with women, it's like it always feels like it's their first time. Not that I've had like so many experiences <laughs> where, yeah, where well, that's no. been the case, but um, none of them were like, oh, okay, I understand. No, it was always like see, it was but the I'm, first see, time I'm getting mixed. It. I'm getting mixed um, answers about this because. Well, some women and some men are saying that sex is very important before marriage because they need to know 
what the compatibility is. And like you're saying, it's not a make or break situation. However, oh, well, because I'm married now, I, I understand the importance of growing with each other because you might yeah. be sexually compatible, um, I guess, the, the first four or five apart. times. Yeah. And then you're kind of like, um, what do we do now? Thumbs so, off. yeah, yeah. So it is important to grow with your partner. And especially if you're planning to take this person seriously, that's something that you need to be accepting of and growing with them. However, however, Nate, however, if you're making excuses for your partner, well, they, they could be lovely human beings. They're absolutely amazing in every other aspect, but you two are not yeah, sexually that's compatible. Don't do that. Is that don't, th- do that, don't do it to yourself. Don't exactly. Do it. No, exactly. no. Cause it, it'll cause so many more problems. Yeah. And, and I'm a thing, firm like, believer. Neither, neither sex needs to make, needs to make an excuse for somebody no, who cannot sexually please them. Yeah. L- listen, it, it, the beautiful thing about everything that has to do with relationships that has to do with more than one person mm-hmm. is that there's going to be so many differences. So I can be kicking it with this girl and art, like we're so compatible. Everything's phenomenal. And everything I learned in my whole life was perfect and everything she needed. And that's why it happened, you mm-hmm. know, but maybe there's other things. So we couldn't like maybe we don't agree on how we want to parent or what marriage is so we weren't able to go that far mm-hmm. and the next girl she could be like totally different like she can be compatible with me like we go we work she's juicy wet every time we're you know together however mm-hmm. whatever um motions whatever um positions whatever certain touches that the previous person loved she may not love so you got to relearn it and see if you know it's actually yeah yeah so that's for me it's i understand that uh it may have you know taken me a while to get there Mm -hmm. (laughs) but i i get that so that's why and i won't say sex is not not important because it's very important but that's why um be before it would have been like no i have to but as yeah. I grew up and realized people grow, people change. That was definitely that me too. Yeah, that was super important. But I feel like when you're younger mm-hmm. and you're trying to, you know, kind of navigate and figure yourself out, you're like, listen, if he doesn't know what he's doing to me, we cannot focus on it. That's it. End of story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, you get to understand and learn that there's other aspects in the relationship, obviously, and you can't put the whole, the whole, I guess. A positive part of your relationship into sex sex can't be the number one thing between you two so totally get it but however it's it's very important um, don't settle yes yes, (laughs) we can't settle we we can't settle here no 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 no. (laughs) i'm I'm hoping the the listeners agree (laughs) to some degree but i i um yeah i'm a firm believer that it needs to be at a certain pace between you two and you're especially if you're trying to take that person seriously your longevity uh the longevity of your relationship is is important i would hope to you so sex can't be the number one thing but if you're willing to grow with your partner it's absolutely necessary to open yourself up to it so yeah Yeah. also that question's interesting too just with because it's like sex before marriage or like sex like waiting to have sex you know what I mean? Those kind of things, those kind of dynamics change as well, right? Because it's like, 
that's one thing that never changed i would not i would never wait for marriage to have so i would that would never yeah, change period. for me i can't <laughs> right, I, exactly i can't even imagine that nate oh my god <laughs> yeah, a, it's... i'd be a stressed individual if right i was like oh yes we're gonna play this abstinence game and we're gonna you know i'll hold i'll hold off you hold off to we'll do it uh, on our wedding night to then find out so many different Yo. things. <laughs> no, I know that that like kind of contradicts and says, you know, sex isn't everything, but geez, like at the end of the day, that's all we're going to have <laughs> at some point right. in our life. But then sex becomes everything, I think. I think, especially if you're grown, you know, it's one thing. Well, you're... it's your dynamic. It becomes your dynamic. Yeah. Like if you guys are sexually yeah. compatible, there would be no ifs, ands, or buts about it. When you guys are out in right. public, you guys are like counting down the time until you get back home if you're that kind of couple. You know what I'm saying? Right, so, right. Uh, there's there's a certain dynamic that I'd like to keep within my marriage and I don't I wouldn't want it to become something where it's just the bed we're thinking about at a certain right, time in the exactly. week and a certain time of night and we schedule it I cannot go there so yeah <laughs> things are important to think about Nate come on now facts no no for real for real because marriage is a, it's a big deal and spending that amount of time with people like so many people so many people their marriage is is in a test period right now mm-hmm. because they never had to spend that kind of time with that significant other um so it's like imagine being in this period with somebody who doesn't sexually satisfy you like what and you have no time to teach them like <sighs> Like, I'm not going to teach, I can't teach you. <laughs> like, we're not going to, no. <laughs> I try yeah. not to be mean about these things, but uh, listen, I was very clear with my husband before we even said I do. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, I'm not trying to say <laughs> that this is all it is, but it's important to the kids. So very please. important to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yes, totally understand. Mm-hmm. you are to choose a song uh, that best describes your vibe energy right now or your life and career how is there one song that is speaking to you right now or do you have a couple uh, there's been like three songs on rotation right now okay um one is uh police by kamau mm-hmm. um kapow with an m um his it's a song that talks about like who polices the police um and then the other one the other two are i think they're basically the same name um it's gonna be all right well i guess one it's gonna be all right and the other one is gonna be all right it's gonna be all right by um by kendrick and gonna be all right by mali music those have been in heavy rotation i um it's been it's been this year has been heavy of course but mm-hmm. like getting personal and vulnerable um may 10th or mother's day mm-hmm. um i'm mourning the the passing of my mother she she passed the year before in april okay. um my grandfather her her dad passes away um two days later my dad's aunt passes away and then last the last week of may um, my dad's big sister passed away so it's like 
That's a I'm lot going... to handle. It's a lot to handle. I'm so sorry to hear. Jeez. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the sentiment because it's it's true. Like I was I was just like pandemic isn't enough. You know what I mean? Um being reminded on a daily that my body as a black man doesn't matter, you know, all of that is being overshadowed by loss. Mm-hmm. But it was it, it's it's been it's been uh, of course an emotional roller coaster, but it's also been so much learning uh and so much growth in in those parts like just so much thought on on first like you know life what it means to me what my value is um but then also like those who go before us what their lives meant what it is i'm supposed to learn from that and we Mm -hmm. as a whole like as our people pass on like did we grasp everything we were supposed to grasp from them especially our direct bloodline just like did we learn everything we were supposed to learn from them to help us be our best selves Mm -hmm. are there you know ridiculous amounts of things i'm struggling with that they struggled with that you know i shouldn't be struggling with anymore because i should have had these conversations with them and they should have told me how they overcame and i should have been able to apply that to my life and build so that i'm not in the same position as them uh am i breaking generational curses i'm sorry to interrupt you but i think um i've had i've had this conversation with my daughter about having the conversations with her elders not just me i'm like you you know mm-hmm. her she's very mm-hmm. close with her grandparents and i tell her all the time speak to them ask them the craziest questions ask them about their life yeah. ask them about what they did to overcome certain things because she's definitely and i haven't in my lifetime experienced you know what we're looking at right now is the civil rights movement um yeah where I've never experienced this myself. So I'm, I'm trying to show her what or how important it is to speak to people who have been where you are going. And yeah. we don't know what your future looks like, but I want, I want, I want her to know the importance of knowing what was, what her past was um, before yes. her. And, and as you're speaking about, you know, asking or, or making sure you navigate through that with, with your elders and before their passing, that did you learn everything you needed to learn from them? Um, did you hear those stories of overcoming certain situations that you needed to hear? Um, I think, everybody needs to make sure that they know how important it is to speak to your elders. And I know uh, we have a different way of parenting and a different way of living than what was happening, say in the early nineties, while you're raising a child, we were children. So it's, it's kind of, it's, it's kind of a scary time right now, but it's really important to understand where we all come from so we can overcome these things. This definitely did not, you know, it, it, this situation wasn't fixable overnight. Um, no. the, the black, the Black Lives Matter movement, and just just being generous to understand that you know Black lives do matter. It's yeah. not it's not something that we can just fix. We thought that it it was fixed to a certain degree, although some some of us still experience racism at a high rate. However, we were all like a lot of us brush it off our shoulders because we're like, shit, it ain't that bad. 50s was was bad. Right. It ain't bad now. 60s right, was bad. Right. It ain't bad now. But we can't compare it like that. I think it's it's really important that we all have an open conversation about what's going on and 
try to be in a space where we're creating solutions because a revolution is necessary and it's it's it seems to be what's happening right now and it's hard to watch i've i've been watching i've been trying to stay off social media today but i want Mm -hmm. to be i wanted to be very I, I just wanted to be very aware of what's happening with riots and stuff like that. And I, I don't know if you've seen a post that um, they're scheduling a riot here in Toronto on Friday. Yeah, it's supposed to be coming down from Montreal and thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little afraid about that because um, even if I know that it's downtown Toronto, there's not a high rate of black owned businesses in downtown right. Toronto, but there still are black owned businesses downtown. So I'm a little bit afraid of what that might look like. And I'm hoping that it's not something that we're all going to regret the next day, the days to come. I mean, those businesses, I've I've been seeing a lot of them boarding up and, and, and understanding because like, uh, what was it? The G20 summit, Mm -hmm. uh, G8 and G20 summit was like the last big riot downtown and they weren't prepared for that kind of stuff happening. But now you see them boarding up their stuff in preparation. And I don't, like, you know, if it happens, it's, it may be unfortunate, but it is what it is. As, mm-hmm. as long as you as a business owner are taking care of what you can as much as you can. Um, but, like, it, it's annoying that people may are, be rioting just to riot. But I do kind of understand as well there being a, a place for it. Mm-hmm. I do understand the frustration. I do understand um, that you only seem to listen when we make a big things scene. are broken. So that's that's the way I'm in seeing. Certain, yeah. So in certain mindsets, it's like, nah, f that. We're not gonna peacefully protest. Yo, I'm no, that, go to that, it's just not working. Smash it up. It's not working. Yeah. Because I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of people are making the comparison. Are we doing Malcolm or are we doing Martin? Like what right. are we doing? What for are real, we doing right real. now? So if, if if we're honest, even 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 King was was killed for like starting to move to Malcolm's side of things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like his, 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 towards the end of his life, his rhetoric was more on lines of, yo, I think I made a mistake here. I think I led people down the wrong road. It seems like unless we do, you know, uprise economically and possibly violently, they're not hearing us. They won't so hear it's us, like, right? Um, right. So it's, it's un, it, it seems unfortunate. And especially as Canadians, like we're taught always, you know, peace. Even our racism is peaceful. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it, it, it's, it's so much harsher for us to see those things. But I understand what it is when, um, you know, a baby, a child feels they have to throw a tantrum because their parents are just not listening to them. Their yeah. parents are brushing them off every single time and their, their phone is more important. Their friends are more important. They're not spending time. They're not, you know, they're just buying them stuff mm-hmm. and telling them to go sit down. And then, you know, the kid acts out, you know. It's a so fair comparison. It's like, yeah. And I, I, I. I know for me, the closer ho- to home this gets, the, the, the more willing I am to be involved in whatever it takes to get heard. You get what I'm saying? Problem, so right? it's like, yeah, because the, the problem is bigger. It, it's, it's, it's bigger than my life. You get what I'm saying? Like if, mm-hmm. I, if I care about my community, if I care about 
you know, my nieces, my nephews, I'm not blessed to have children yet. But if I ever want to see any sort of change, it, there, there's, you know, there's certain indicators in my mind that before I was like, yeah, I'd never do that. I'd only um, force everyone to spend their money better and take away, you know, economics is the only way to hear us. And that may be true. However, mm -hmm. they seem to also hear us when we're doing, and, and this is the thing, we demonize what we do so much. But when you look at white people when they protest, when you look at the damage that comes from that, yeah. when you look at the Eagles winning the Super Bowl the other day. and Yeah, and it's literally sports. 95% of the things that they destroyed was for sports. It was exactly. for sports. Yeah. Not for anything that actually meant uh, like a worldwide change. Mm -hmm. So if they're doing that, like foolishness for sports and newscasters and police and everybody's laughing it off and boys will be boys and oh look at what they did oh good thing these businesses have insurance they can get it they're, all back they're protesters and we're thugs that's what you know what i'm saying yeah that, that's and, what and we're for fighting me, right now yeah so for me it's like yo it's unfortunate that those people do come and and, and do the ridiculousness that they do mm -hmm. it's annoying i wouldn't you know necessarily be a part of it because i don't know who they are however if they do that and that's what it takes for these guys to be like yo i'm so annoyed that these people are mashing up our city mm -hmm. um what is it that they're that that the real people were trying to say how do we now get it to a place where it's like they don't ever see it necessary to have this kind of revolution and uproar mm -hmm. but yeah it well is. we're it navigating is. through it now so but, yeah yeah all we can do is see where this goes but we we all know what the end result is that we want and it's simply just equality and to be not have to be judged literally because of our skin or where we come from so yeah yeah all we can do is take a breath and Wait. keep going <laughs> yeah man. it is exhausting kind of help me Mm -hmm. through the exhaustion you get what i'm saying it's yeah. like it's like yo it's gonna be all right fam. it's 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 gonna be all right uh what it will take to get to that point of being all right i don't know you know mm -hmm. what i mean i know that there's many different levels of it being all right like it being all right could be me being at peace with having to go up there and go face to face with a police officer mm -hmm. you know what i mean if that's what it is and that's what it is it being all right could be an actual change at least where i live and and then a ripple effect so that outside of where i live now people are seeing and making change like there's so many possibilities but i know that i can have now like uh, uh i can feel a bit lighter you know what i mean Absolutely. i feel a bit lighter with 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 repeating it's going to be all right with having those you know looking in the mirror and reminding myself yeah, affirmations are so important right now exactly yeah exactly. it is very important right now and i'm i'm very uh, much trying to stand behind all of the black men that are showing their vulnerability during this time because it's not mm -hmm. easy to be like yo i'm hurt i've been hurt but we're just putting this on on forefront right now it's on front street now so I'm going to yeah. let you know how I've been feeling. So I, I do give my heart and my love to all of the black men out there that are showing their vulnerability because it's, it's super important that we see you in a different light and not just you trying to be strong for everyone, because that is a part of the problem that yeah. we're telling black men that they cannot be vulnerable. 
So, and what that does to our mental health is crazy. People think it's it's so crucial, like, and it's done over time. Like, it's done over time. Yes, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, man. Yeah, I commend us too. Like, I'm I'm proud of like my friends, my brothers who are being um, vulnerable and who are doing their part in 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 their own like upliftment and their own therapy. Mm-hmm. And and especially the ones who are showing it, because I made now a conscious effort to show it as much as I can, so that others can at least feel comfortable when they're alone to do it. Because I know and have had so many friends where it's just like, even in your alone, you don't want like you don't want to cry. You know what I mean? It's right. soft. You're weak, but you have to express yourself. You have to let it out. And the more you hold on to it, the more like. Damage Josie to yourself. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I appreciate that that uh vocal confidence for the rest of the black men out there as well, because they need it, especially at a time right like right now. So Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, so I will let you go, but I first want to say I want to thank you so much for stopping by, Nate, and uh, stopping by SDAP Radio and contributing to the topics that move us. I'm really appreciative of you supporting the platform and we can definitely have another show again. Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> and, and I like, I thank you so much just for having the platform, you know no what I mean? Problem. Like, and for inviting me on here because it's, it's a beautiful space um, and we need more of it. We need that togetherness. We need that understanding and realization of, of, of love and music and presenting these platforms for people to express themselves I appreciate that. And I definitely don't want it to stop, especially a time right like right now. We've got to keep it going. Okay. So again, I want to thank you. And where can we find you? Um, At N-A-T-E-F-S. The company I run is the Experience Element. Our biggest brand is Sunday Social. At S-U-N-D-E-S-O-C-I-A-L. Yeah. Oh, and then Unit One. We have a unit in Scarborough now. Mm-hmm. It's black owned. Nice. Um, yeah, we do all sort of events out of there, and Sunday Social is one of them. Um, well, we're yeah, praying for the comeback are... of all of these things. <laughs> right, Anything right, that real, commutes us to, you know, get into a space together, I am praying for these things to come back on. Yes, yes, ma'am. Wow, what an amazing conversation! Thank you so much, Nate, for dropping by as that radio and i definitely feel like this conversation needs to continue uh you know making sure that we embrace transparent black males and not let the stigma of you know being soft or not being able to share your emotions and feelings uh is a cliche or something that's not welcome we welcome you we love you and we support all you black men and i just want to make sure that you guys understand that these conversations that we are having uh week to week when it comes to the black lives matter movement or how we we would also like to call it a civil rights movement right now. It's a really big movement. So we need to make sure that we're considering uh, our black friends, our black families, and not to say all lives don't matter. Not that, you know, I feel like I need to say it, but I feel like I want to be able to clarify that for some people that are just not understanding. We are not saying that all lives don't matter. We are saying that black lives do matter and we need to fight for them now because day to day, the brutalizations and the abuse and just the privilege of many are just not flowing 
with our world today and as it wasn't before um you know in history so we just want to make sure that that is clear and our conversation continues because it is a very healthy conversation and we need to make sure that we secure an amazing future for our children for the ones that are coming after us and generations after us so thank you so much once again for rocking with both of us nate and i on this episode and i cannot wait to hear what you guys have to say about the episode I also want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at SDAT Radio Podcast and join our Facebook group for the latest updates on episodes and guests and their contact information. If you have a question, you can submit comments under the episode on the podcast platform that you're listening to. You also have the option to leave us a digital voice message through our anchor platform. All followable links and clickable content are provided in our episode description. And if you like the content that you're hearing, support our podcast by clicking the link in our description to support our show by providing a small donation to keep us going. Thank you for rocking with us and tune in next week and every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Peace. Star Radio.